Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. Judging by the intro, there's only one thing I could be talking about. Eddie Guerrero being Dominic Mysterio's puppy. I'm your puppy. Yes, I'll be talking about the robbery, the feud, what have you. 2005 Eddie Guerrero first Rey Mysterio. That's what I'll be talking about today. I went back and watched it. From January 2005 till about September, um, every SmackDown, not the whole episode, just everything that involved either Rey Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero, um, including pay-per-views. I went back and watched most of the pay-per-views just to watch them, just to get my, my viewings up, I guess, I don't know. Um, and I've made a few notes here, and by a few, I mean a shitload. It's basically like a script. So I'm basically going to be reading a script today. Uh, I hope it turns out alright, I don't really like reading aloud, um, so I hope this, this comes out alright, um, so I'll just get into it, uh, the greatest bedtime story ever told, because it is Eddie Guerrero's bedtime story that he promised Dominic, so we start in, uh, January, January 6th, 2005, uh, the first Smackdown of 2005 as well, um, so the first match between these two, like I just said, the first Smackdown of the year, but Mysterio won this match, and it was a, it was a great match, um, just go back and watch any Eddie Guerrero Mysterio match, you won't be disappointed, expect nothing less from these two, the matches they put on are just fucking amazing, um, and it was kind of a entertaining finish to this match as well, so obviously towards the end of the match, the ref had got knocked down, and Eddie went out of the ring to grab uh, one of the tag belts, uh, Ray was tag team champion at the time with RVD. So he grabbed the belt and he put it on Ray, who was also laid out. Um, and then Eddie jumped to the floor, as Eddie Guerrero does, or used to do. Um, but because the ref was taking so long to get up, Ray had sort of come to notice that the belt was on him. So he got up and went and put the belt on Eddie, who then was trying to fight it because he was just I don't know, playing possum, as they say, you know playing dead acting as if he was hurt and then because the belt was on him the ref was just starting to get up so Eddie had to try to hide the belt um, and then Ray was like selling to ref saying that Eddie had hit him with it um, and the ref had caught Eddie with the belt and then obviously Eddie saying that Ray had used the belt on him just you know back and forth just the typical comedic stuff that you know we all know and love from Eddie you know lying and cheating and stealing you know, not only was he one of the best wrestlers to ever do it, but just such a great entertainer in the ring as well. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Ray ended up just rolling up Eddie and got the got the one two three. So you could almost say that the 
the rivalry sort of started around this time, even if you go back to the last SmackDown of 2004. Um, Ray and RVD were the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and they had defended the belts successfully, of course, against the team of Eddie Guerrero and Booker T. Um, and that match ended with Ray pinning Eddie. So that'll become, that's basically like the theme of this storyline um, as it sort of, as it moves on. Um, then they obviously kicked off 2005 with their match against each other. Um, and then the following week, there was a four-way elimination tag match for the SmackDown tag titles. Um, it was Ray and RVD against Eddie and Booker T. Uh, Mark Jindrak and Luther Reigns, talking about Blast from the Past, as well as the Basham Brothers as well, another Blast from the Past there. Uh, and in this match, Ray pinned Eddie again to eliminate his team. So now that's, that's three weeks in a row that Ray has got the better of, of Eddie in the ring. Um, the Bashams went on to win that. Um, RVD was injured at the time, so that's when he sort of went off TV and then Ray sort of on his own, kind of. Um, then I think a couple of weeks had gone past, so Ray ended up teaming with Eddie and Booker T. Um, at least once, it may have been a couple of times. I'm sort of, my notes are all over the place here. I apologise for that. Um, but they they defeated in a six-man tag, uh, Orlando Jordan, Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak. So Orlando Jordan and the Basham brothers were with JBL's cabinet, which is underrated, underrated faction, I think. And then Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak were sort of like the protégés of Kurt Angle. But we're not here to talk about that. Okay, so as we approach No Way Out 2005, the SmackDown before then, um, Rey Mysterio had a match was scheduled to have a match against Doug Basham and he said that the tag team titles used to be his and at No Way Out he's got a partner he's got a new partner to challenge for the titles because of what happened to RVD and he announced that Eddie Guerrero was his new partner so they go to No Way Out they will go on to defeat the Basham brothers for the titles after I guess we say maybe a little bit of lying, cheating and stealing maybe, I don't know that's up for debate. Who knows? So then, following the SmackDown after, Eddie and Ray successfully defended the titles. Um, I think it was against the, against the Bashams again. Um, but I think the match on SmackDown was better, in my opinion. Uh, it was better than the one from No Way Out. And there's just something different about it. Something, there's something about the match that I enjoyed more. I mean, they're both, they're both great matches, but yeah, this one, the SmackDown one, I'd put it, you know, depends how you rate matches, I don't do that, so I'd put it just like a notch above or whatever. So Eddie and Ray having a good run as the tag team champions because they successfully defended the titles against Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak, but later that night, Chavo Guerrero, Eddie's nephew, um had a little talk to Ray saying saying that they both know um, that Eddie really doesn't like to lose and he's obviously referring to the fact that Ray had pinned him those three weeks in a row the last couple of months 
So I think Chavo was trying to get into Ray's head a bit, saying that, like, you know, we all know Eddie. He's just buying his time, and he's just going to wait. He's just going to wait to turn on Ray. Um, you know, as Chavo said, you know, after all, you can't trust a Guerrero. Uh, the following week, uh, I believe we're in March now, March 10th, um, Eddie and Ray um, defended the titles against JBL and Orlando Jordan with the match ending in DQ. I can't remember how, so we'll just move on. We'll just move on to the next week. I think this is where I start going week by week and... Fuck, okay. So, after his chat with Ray the previous week, Chavo then had a chat with Eddie, calling him a disappointment to the family, um, saying that he's holding back because Ray's beaten him so many times over the last couple of months. Quoting here, if you can't beat them, join them, right? So, you know, he's saying, you know, last year Eddie was the WWE champion. You know, he was carrying the WWE on his back. Now he's just a tag team champion, which is a good spot for Ray, but not for Eddie. He would go on to say that Ray is holding Eddie back. Um, and then Ray sort of just went off at Chavo, kicked him out of the locker room and stuff, and, you know, keep your opinion to yourself. Uh, later that night, another six-man tag. Uh, Eddie Ray, along with then Doctor of Thugonomics John Cena, a very young John Cena, would go on to defeat the cabinet of JBL and the Bashans. Um, Eddie hit the three amigos on, let's say, Doug Basham. And Ray hit the springboard leg drop to pick up the winning pinfall. So Ray picked up the pin. After the match was over, you could tell Eddie was... I thought anyway. I thought anyway. You could tell that Eddie was thinking a little bit of what about what Chavo had said to him. You know, it was almost as if he was staring a hole through Ray. So we get to the 24th of March, which is... About a week and a half away from WrestleMania 21. Chavo's up to his old tricks again. Saying that Ray is holding down Eddie. He obviously was talking to Eddie. He asked Eddie about their six man, the six-man match last week. And Eddie said that Ray was the legal man. Took advantage of the situation and picked up the win for the team. Because that's what they are now. They're a team. Chavo hit back. Hit back at Eddie with... Since when do Guerreros follow rules? He said all he saw was Eddie do all the work and Ray steal the victory. Stealing is the Guerrero family tradition, not a Mysterio tradition. Chavo said Eddie knows that he knows that he has to prove once and for all who is the better of the two. Not long after that, Eddie goes to see Ray. He's all excited about WrestleMania coming up but they don't have a match. So Eddie, Eddie begins to start hyping up Ray about a match at Mania and throws out the idea of maybe Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. You know, they have a bit of a laugh, you know, thinking it's a joke and, um, you know, they're all excited, but, you know, Ray believes that Eddie's joking. And, you know, he goes, oh, you know, you're not serious, are you? Eddie laughs it off and then just, just like that, just turns that switch on. Only like Eddie can. Looks at Ray and says that he's dead serious. 
and they just leave it there. Um, later that night, they successfully defend the tag titles against Charlie Haas, Charlie Haas and Hardcore Holly. Fuck, another throwback. And then after the match, Ray accepts Eddie's challenge for a match at WrestleMania 21. So now, obviously, the go-home, the go-home SmackDown with WrestleMania. Three nights. Tensions, I guess, start to flare between Eddie and Ray. First off, Eddie had a match against Danny Basham, which he lost. Uh, Eddie requested that Ray don't come out. Don't come out for the match. That he'd basically do it on his own. What happened here was Doug Basham dragged Eddie out of the ring. So he had the match with Danny, Doug, twins, brothers, you know, whatever you want to call them. Dragged Eddie out of the ring to give him a little beat down, throwing him, um, gave him, yeah, gave him a beat down and threw him back into the ring. So Ray, obviously seeing this out the back, ran down to the ring. Um, and Doug Basham saw Ray coming, so he gave him a back body drop towards the ring, which is where Eddie was standing. And Ray's legs had hit Eddie, causing Danny Basham to grab Eddie, roll up, roll him up, and pick up the win. So after the match, Ray was persistent on letting Eddie know what had happened. Um, and they sort of just left it there. So I think Eddie had just walked away. But later on, he found Ray uh, backstage and was asking him about what happened and if Ray had done it on purpose or if it was just an accident like he was saying it was. Um, Eddie was frustrated because he had lost um, but wanted a way to get back at the Bashams whether it be a tag match or if Eddie could wrestle Danny again or if Ray wrestled Doug and Ray was very quick to reply saying that he'll wrestle Doug and he'll do it for both of them the way he was saying it the way Eddie was saying it um, you could tell that he was you know, starting to play a little bit of mind games with Ray and it seems as though Ray had fallen right into Eddie's trap. So now, during this match, obviously something had to happen, right? Something. So, in this match, Ray had Doug Basham down and was going to go to the top rope. Um, so Danny Basham got up on the apron to distract Ray. That brought down Eddie, who ran, who basically ran into the ring all the way across the ring and as Danny jumped Eddie ran into the ropes causing Ray to fall off the top and it allowed Doug to pick up the win same situation as the match before Eddie was saying it was an accident you know you know accidents happen right that's what Eddie said so they just put it down to you know the two of them having a bad night they shook hands they hugged it out but once again, Eddie still had that just that little look in his eye. Never trust a Guerrero. Remember that. Remember that, people. Um, go to WrestleMania 21. No, uh, no big story here. Simply just the match. If you've seen WrestleMania 21, you already know how this goes down. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero. Opening match as well. Great way to start off WrestleMania. It was a great match. Absolutely fucking one, one of their best from this rivalry. Nothing trumps 97. Um, Guerrero dominated most of the match, but it was just a, it was just a Harakarana by Mysterio that finished the match. That was it. Just basically out of the blue. 
after Eddie was getting the better of Ray. Um, Eddie was Eddie was visibly shocked by this and sort of you know didn't couldn't really comprehend what was going on, but later realised what happened. Um, he extended his hand. They shook hands, and that was that. So that's four times now that Ray's pinned Eddie, and that would be two and zero in singles competitions if you're keeping score. Right, so now the next SmackDown after Mania. John Cena is the new WWE champion. So Eddie and Ray both stake their claim to the title. They both deserve a shot at the championship. So Teddy Long announces like a little tournament. And it's announced that uh, Ray will take on JBL on this current episode of SmackDown. And that Eddie will take on Kurt Angle next week. So Eddie has a talk to Ray before his match and he says he knows how JBL is feeling after losing the title because he's been there. Eddie says he'll make sure Ray wins because he's going to have his back. Ray was quick to remind Eddie that that didn't work out so well last time, which would have been the week before on SmackDown. Because um, they had both lost their matches to the Bashams and now this is different because they're taking on JBL and Kurt Angle. Ray says that he believes he can beat anyone on the roster and wants to do it on his own. Here we go again. Theme of the storyline. He reminds Eddie about who won at WrestleMania. Who wants to know how that went down? Okay, so during the Ray and JBL match, Orlando Jordan, member of the cabinet, JBL's chief of staff, Obviously, JBL, being the great heel that he was back in the day, always had someone out there watching his back. So, you know, Lando Jordan just constantly getting those cheap shots in on Ray. Um, this went on for a while during the match, which brought Eddie down to ringside. Just to even the odds, and he attacked Orlando Jordan. J JBL then gave Eddie a kick to the back of the head, which also distracted him. And it allowed Ray to capitalize on this and give him the 619, followed by the West Coast Pop, which is basically just the jumping springboard where he just lands on you and, and pins you. Um, and as he was doing that, Eddie Guerrero was just filled with rage, ran into the ring, pushed off Ray just about, just as he was going to get the throw count, and started beating up JBL, causing JBL to win this match by disqualification and moving on in Teddy Long's World Championship Tournament. Ray obviously wasn't pleased with this um, by Eddie's actions and Eddie didn't really register what he had done until one Tony Chimmel announced that JBL had won by DQ. So we move on to the next week. Timeline, sorry, this is, this is how it's going. Uh, April April 14th, if you're keeping score. Um, Carlito, who remembers Carlito? You know, spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Um, this is when he had his talk show, Carlito's Cabana. And Rey Mysterio was the first guest. And even Carlito now is just fucking getting involved in this. Starting to get in Ray's head. Saying that, you know, the things between them aren't right. And he says it's because Eddie is jealous of Ray. And he thinks, he thinks things for Ray are going to get a lot worse, obviously, before they get better. 
So during this segment, Eminem made their debut. If you remember Eminem, um, a team of Joey Mercury, Johnny Nitro, who is now John Morrison, and Melina. This is uh this is where they debuted. You know the old uh, Hollywood starlets or whatever the fuck they were. And Melina said that they were interested in challenging for the tag team titles. And then after this, they gave Mysterio a pretty good beating. Uh, Kalita even thought it was cool. He said that they were cool. Um, but Eddie was nowhere to be found to make the save. So Ray was then getting looked at or attended to in the trainer's room. And Eddie storms in asking Ray what happened. And that he said that he's going to go after Eminem himself. Ray tells Eddie to leave him alone and asks where the hell was he. Eddie was quick to go on the defensive here and questioned Ray for questioning him. And was, I don't know, maybe, I guess it seemed like he was making up some excuses. Uh, then they, you know, obviously bring up what happened last week in the JBL match. Uh, and Eddie blames it on JBL for kicking him kicking first and kicking him in the back of the head. Um, Eddie promises Ray that he's going to defeat Kurt Angle and anyone who gets in his way. And he's going to dedicate his win. He's going to dedicate his win to his best friend, Ray Mysterio. Okay, first of all, this is, this is what I've got written down. What a fucking match between Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. Again, you just put the two of them together. It's it's fucking it's money. It's money. WrestleMania twenty was a pretty good match between these two. I again am going the SmackDown match over a pay per view match. This right here. This is this is how good this is how good it was. Um apart from the finish, but all the way through, like 97% of the match fucking amazing uh, April 14th 2005 if you want to go back and have a look for yourself so towards the end of this match of course the ref's going to get knocked down isn't he um, so Angle went to grab a chair but before he could use it Rey Mysterio had come down and he took out Angle grabbed the chair to attack Angle but Angle left the ring so Ray, who's still holding the chair goes to check on Eddie but Eddie kind of gets scared you know, thinking that Ray's going to go hit him with the chair. Because that's, that's all he says. That's all he says. He sort of just looks up. And, of course, Ray's holding it, like, aggressively to hit Angle, who's just weaseled his way out of the ring. It kind of looks like he's about to hit Eddie with it. Um, so, before Ray can explain himself, uh, Kurt runs into the ring, pushes Ray, who then hits Eddie with the chair, and then... Angle picks up the win. And then after the match, um, basically SmackDown ends with Eddie yelling at Ray about what happened. So now this is sort of where... This is sort of where, like, the tension is starting to really build. All right, we'll go to the next week now. So now this week, Eddie is the very lucky guest on Carlito's Cabana. Kalito brought up the previous weeks. Um, the cabana from last week, sorry. 
um, with Eminem beating up Ray. And then Kalita had to ask, where was Eddie? Eddie responded saying that he knew Kalita was trying to stir up some trouble between he and Ray. Kalita then shows the the ending moments of last week's SmackDown of Eddie and uh, Eddie and Kurt's match. Um, Eddie then just decides to call Ray out to the ring. Eddie says that he was being selfish um, because of the opportunity to earn a a right to challenge for the WWE Championship. And it just reminded him of what he had last year when he was the champion. Uh, he apologizes to Ray, refers to him as his family, asks for his forgiveness, and obviously Ray's going to forgive him. They're both still baby faces at this time. Um, but Eminem interrupt this. They're on the screen. They don't actually come out. And they challenge Eddie and Ray uh, to a match for the tag team titles as they spray paint one of Eddie Guerrero's lowriders that he had for that night. Eddie's obviously furious by this and he wants he wants to go get revenge. No, but he doesn't. Not out the back anyway. They save it for the match. Um, so we go to the match. I believe it's for the Tag Team Championships, this match. Um, basically, the start of the match, Eddie is, is furious and starts, he starts off hot, chasing down Eminem, beating up whoever he can get his hands on. After a while, the match sort of settles down. Um, the match goes on, proceeds to go on. However long it does, I don't know, I didn't time it. Um, so the match ended, this is how the match ended. It ended with Eddie hitting Mercury with the three Amigos, and he set up Ray for the 619. But Melina jumped on top of Mercury, who's hanging between the ropes. Obviously, if you've seen the 619, you know how that goes down. Uh, so Ray couldn't hit it. Eddie then ran out of the ring um, but was and stopped Melina from heading up because, obviously, because of another distraction. However, she jumped on Eddie. Um, you know, just fucking wrapping him around, fucking whatever she was doing, basically forcing him to be non-existent. And Nitro came in, leveled Ray with a punch. They hit the snapshot, which I think was their finisher, and they picked up the win. And they're the new, they're the new tag team champions. There you go. So, what the first tag, first tag team match, and they're champions. There you go. Um, Eddie was shocked and irate by this, and then. Here we go again. Eddie and Ray start arguing about what happened. Eddie was trying to explain about the fact that he was stuck outside. Um, but all Ray could think about was how Eddie had left him alone in the ring. Eddie was fed up with all of this. Shoved Ray to the mat pretty aggressively, I might add. Um, Ray was thrown off by this and complete shock. Eddie just... And then, Eddie once again, Eddie had this look in his eyes. It was... I don't know. I don't know what the look was, but it looked like he just did not give a fuck about anything. And then he left. Uh, Ray followed him out and then caught up with Eddie and then pushed him to the floor and then he left. So, you know, now a bit of a bit of argy-bargy there, Martin. Well, the next week. Let's, let's see how things go this week. So, there's a rematch. Eddie and Ray against Eminem. So Ray's getting ready for the match. Eddie comes in and you know, he tries to have a joke with Ray, like acting like nothing had happened uh, the previous week. Eddie can obviously tell that Ray isn't buying it and asks for a moment of his time. 
when in comes Chavo Guerrero. Eddie snaps at Chavo, says, look, stop trying to come between him and Ray. You know, this is, you know, that's just like everyone else because everyone is jealous because of how close Eddie and Ray are. Eddie says that Ray is his family. Eddie says that Ray has been more of a brother to him than his own blood. Eddie is talking up Ray having his back and, and all that stuff, but Ray just doesn't look interested at all. Chavo still tries to get in Ray's head, but Ray tells him to shut up, get out, leave him alone. Ray says he knows Eddie isn't 100% in his head um, at the time, but he knows you know, he's 100% in his heart, and that's the only thing that matters to him. You know, they hug it out, they get amped for their rematch. Uh, but this just doesn't look like it's going to end well. So during the match, Ray had gotten the hot tag. Uh, if you know your, if you know your wrestling lingo, got the hot tag. Came in, um, gave Mercury a flying crossbody, but Mercury ducked out of the way, and Ray hit Eddie. This forced Eddie to roll out of the ring, and it seemed like he was playing hurt. You know, trying to catch his breath. Um, and then just appeared to leave the arena. However, he did come back down. So that's sort of, I guess, where the dissension, if you will, um, started. But yeah, he did come back down. Um, though he didn't seem like he was too involved uh, with what was going on in the match or trying to help out Ray. Uh, there were two instances that I could recall where Ray was sort of crawling, trying to get the tag, um, but Eddie just... Didn't even bother to reach out. Um, even uh, Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro looked confused. They looked at each other, noticed that Eddie wasn't going to do anything. So they hit Ray with a snapshot and they picked up the win while Eddie was just standing there, just staring at what happened. After the match, Eminem even attacked Ray more. Um, Eddie didn't even move a bit. Ray was just lying there, just lying in the middle of the ring. In front of Eddie, who was beaten up, Ray was beaten up, and he's just asking, what are you doing? And Eddie just walked away. He just walked away, and Ray was just screaming for him. Move on. We'll move on. May 5th. Ray called out Eddie to the ring and referred to him as a coward. Eddie came out and said that he has nothing to say to Ray Mysterio. Ray said that Eddie's words don't mean anything to him anymore, and since Eddie didn't want to talk, Ray tried to fight him instead by pushing him, slapping him, but Eddie just ignored him and said that he wasn't going to fight him ever and just walked away. Ray hassled Eddie, yelling at him, saying Eddie was scared of losing to Ray again, which caused Eddie just to pause for a moment, but... You know, then he just walked off. Ray then demanded that Teddy Long make a match between he and Eddie. When Chavo, this was, uh, sorry, this was backstage in, uh, in Teddy Long's office. Uh, Ray stormed into Teddy's office and he basically told off Ray for attacking Eddie like that after all that Eddie had done for him. You know, basically saying that Eddie had treated Ray better than he had treated him, his own nephew, and said that. You know, Ray will never be a Guerrero. They then brought it out in Teddy Long's office and were separated, which led to Teddy Long making a match between Chavo and Ray in a straight fight, which Ray Mysterio won. So Ray's just got the number on all the Guerreros. 
Um, after the match, Chavo, along with Eminem, beat up Ray until Eddie ran down to make the save. So what's going on here? He's had a change of heart. He picked up Ray, I guess apologised, maybe. They hugged it out. And then here comes the heel turn. Eddie viciously clotheslined Ray. Gave him a pretty good beating, capped off with a delayed vertical suplex. It was Spike. Vertical suplex. Almost like a brain buster, I guess, on the still steps. And that was it. That was... That's... Now we're off and running. With the... With the feud. With the storyline. Moving on to the next week. Oh, uh, that's uh, May 5th as well, if you want to check that out. That beating. It's a pretty good beating. I highly recommend it. Eddie kicks off the following week. Smackdown, May 12th. Obviously by talking about Rey Mysterio. This is all he's going to talk about now. Um, this was also the... Interesting, interesting fact here. Note. Uh, this was the Smackdown where Eddie debuted the new theme that had the, the ringtone on it. Um, Eddie said that he did nothing wrong because he gave Ray what he wanted, which was a fight. And he was out in his... He was out sort of, you know, his nice dress pants, his nice shoes with his singlet and his sports coat or his jacket, his fancy dress jacket. And in that jacket was Ray Mysterio's mask, which he pulled out. And then he started speaking to the mask as if it was Ray. He blamed Ray and the crowd for stealing his Latino heat. But he's got it back now. And no one is going to take it from him. No one. He tells Ray, and by Ray, I mean the mask, to think of his family. And he pleads with Ray. He tells him, don't make me hurt them. Don't make me hurt their papa. He advises Ray against returning at Judgment Day for a match. Later that night, Eddie had a match against Jimmy Jacobs, who he absolutely demolished. He came out to the ring with Ray's mask, put it on the corner post, and was just looking at it, yelling at it, as if it was Ray Mysterio, saying, look what you made me do. He then took the mask and put it on Jimmy Jacobs, Maybe trying to picture him as Rey Mysterio. The match ended in uh, disqualification. Um, believe it or not, Jimmy Jacobs has a win against Eddie Guerrero. When you look in the record books. DQ or not, wins a win, right? Uh, he delivered the... Uh, call it the Brain Buster. The Spike Brain Buster. And he delivered that to Jacobs on a steel chair. He then took the mask off Jacobs. Spiked him again. And then said, Ray, don't turn up to Judgment Day because his kids won't have a father or a daddy. The following week was nothing really. Um, Eddie came out to the ring and was literally booed out of the building. He didn't say a word. He was just standing there in the ring. He had a mysterious mask. He dropped it on the ground, stepped on it, sort of like when you drop a cigarette on the floor and you put it out with your foot. That was it, made his way to the back. And that's how we get to Judgment Day. Here we go, Judgment Day. Ray won this match by disqualification. <coughs> when Eddie hit him with a steel chair while Ray was going for the West Coast pop after connecting with the 619. 
Um, he was Eddie was able to get a hold of the steel chair following a distraction from Chavo, believe it or not, who ran down to the ring and constantly held up the ref. Early on in the match, Eddie was giving Ray a pretty good beating on the outside, you know, just a just this this one little part, just stroke of genius by Eddie. As he was beating up Ray, obviously it's just a singles match. You know, the ref's doing the 10 count. To break the referee's 10 count, he just grabbed Ray by the head, slid him in the ring, and then just dragged him straight back out to restart the count. That's just, I don't know how everyone else sees that, but when I was watching that, I just thought that was absolutely brilliant. You know, it may not, may not seem like much, but really it's a smart move because Eddie's not really exerting any energy if you want to be a mark like me and look at it that way. Um, this was a good match mainly dominated by Eddie but you know the dodgy finish that was it um, but you know it was alright you know because I think the the finish of it really added to the story um, and then after the match Eddie felt the need to whack Ray with the chair a few more times and was quite proud of himself for that as well so we go to Smackdown now and Ray's interviewed about what happened just a few days ago story time wise um, at Judgment Day and he said Eddie should have done what he said he was going to do and that was pretty much kill him you know Ray vowed to win the Winner's Choice Battle Royal um, and when he did he, he was going to call out Eddie and uh, he said he was coming for him so the Winner's Choice Battle Royal basically I think it was like a 20 man Battle Royal and whoever won it got to do whatever they wanted with their win um, so as Ray was making his way down to the ring for this battle royal Eddie came down from behind him and assaulted him once again attacking him with a steel chair and then Ray was taken to the back and then Ray would go on to continue in the match even though he actually didn't get in the ring he was outside for the better part of 10 minutes just sitting there on his chair better than front row seats for the match um, he decided to get in eventually, entering himself in, and was quick to eliminate Scotty Tuhotti and Hardcore Holly uh, before Ray ran down to the ring and eliminated Eddie. And he also eliminated himself, but they actually didn't pick up on it. I don't know, that's just me. Um, but the match was won by Kurt Angle, not Ray. And a little side note, Kurt Angle chose to wrestle Charmel, Booker T's wife, in the match. So, there you go. Um, the following week, uh, all they showed was a was the lead-up video package from Judgment Day. That was it. Just, you know, the video packages from back in the day when they were good. The one they played for Judgment Day and then the Battle Royal, that was it. So, there you go. We'll move, we'll move on to the next week. Um, after a little verbal exchange with new SmackDown recruit Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero interrupted a cruiserweight match between Akio and Paul London. I have it specifically written down in my notes. Paul London, the stupid fuck, kept trying to attack Eddie, but just kept getting his ass handed to him. Good. That'll teach you, you little twerp. Eddie had to get something off his chest. He said that he's tired of being disrespected by all the wrestlers 
than the fans. He says they disrespect him because they all know that he can't beat Ray. Here we go. This is this is where we're getting good. This is where it's getting juicy. He said he knows Ray hasn't forgotten the feeling of what Eddie can do. He also said Ray knows something he really does doesn't need to forget, which is a promise Eddie made to Ray. He said he never makes a promise that he can't keep. Gee, I wonder what that could be. Moving on. After being interrupted and physically destroyed by Guerrero the week before, Paul London decided to be a hero and challenge Eddie Guerrero to a match, which didn't go so well for one Paul London. Suck shit. Seriously, he's fucking... I can't stand Paul London. He's a knob. He's worse than a knob. I despise the man. Anyway. So, after Eddie was quick to dismantle Paul London, the little joke, um, Ray ran down to the ring to get his hands on Eddie. And then, you know, obviously, you know, the refs and the security and the agents and the producers and fucking whoever else coming down to hold back Ray... Eddie wanted nothing to do with it. And he just made his way to the back. Ray, however, ended up getting his hands on Eddie again out the back. In, I guess, like a storage garage or whatever in the arena. Ray got in there. He got the best of Eddie. And then he went to close the roller door. Uh, but Eddie was quick to escape. And I guess he locked Ray in there. But we'll never know because they didn't show it. Um, moving on to the next week. Surprisingly, Eddie and Ray had a match against each other on SmackDown. Just sort of out of the blue, I think. Uh, Ray won this match. To continue the storyline, the main focus, the theme, Eddie can't beat Ray. So what are we at now? I think that's five. I think that's five nothing. That'd be five nothing. What times that he's pinned him? Oh no, on Judgment Day as well. So six and oh. I think that's I think that's what the record is. I don't even know. Um, this loss didn't seem to phase Eddie though. He was sort of smiling, you know, as if I guess like he wanted it to happen. Like you know, another theme of this is you just can't go wrong when these two lock up and they wrestle. Another great back and forth match. Um, stages of each man dominating at their own will. Alright, we'll move to, uh, move to the next week, and Eddie's interviewed about his match against Ray the previous week, and he was asked, why is he smiling, even though he keeps losing and basically can't beat Ray? Eddie replied, Eddie replied by saying that he's smiling because he knows the truth, and Ray is going to beg Eddie to not tell it. Later on that night, Eddie comes to the ring and keeps mentioning the truth between he and Ray. He said that he took a little soul-searching journey of sorts and filmed his journey. We see footage of Eddie visiting Ray's son, Dominic, at his daycare. I think it was his daycare. A little playground or whatever. So, Eddie's there. Sees Dominic. Dominic's happy to see him. Eddie, you know... 
come here Dominic let's, let's sit down and he asked Dominic if he likes secrets and bedtime stories Dominic says that he loves them and he says his uncle Eddie has got a great bedtime story for him and he's going to tell him very soon after we see this footage uh, Ray comes out not to confront Eddie but just to talk him out of doing what you know he's trying to do and what I like about what happened here it's not much again this is just this is the mark in me but Ray didn't come out to his music he just walked out in silence and I think that sort of adds to the it sort of you know adds to the realism of it you know as if it wasn't scripted you know like it's playing and he just sees it and he just walks out you know at his own at his own will you know he doesn't even have a microphone he just just walks out there and you can sort of see him just saying like telling Eddie no like please don't do this don't say anything um, but Eddie is just constantly provoking Ray about this secret what could this secret be we already know because I ruined it at the beginning oh well Eddie tells Ray to get down on his knees and beg him obviously Ray's going to do this and Eddie just shoves some candy in his face what a guy what a guy alrighty next episode of Smackdown July 7th Ray goes to see Eddie in his locker room and asks him to reconsider you know rethink what you're doing Ray says Eddie's disgraced his own family and their people he pleads with Eddie to not go there and when it comes to Ray's family Eddie says it's not about what Ray wants anymore it's about what Eddie wants and he wants to be tag team champion again and he and Ray are going to have a match against Eminem for the tag team championships Eddie says that there's no one better for him to have as his partner than Ray because you know Ray's beaten him five times in a row I think it might be six I'm not too sure Ray doesn't want to be his partner though but the way Eddie is carrying on is hilarious it's almost as if in Eddie's mind nothing has happened you know he, he even went on to say that Ray was hurting his feelings but not doing this so Eddie says it's fine that's fine hurt my feelings that's okay he'll just go to the ring himself and tell everyone the truth about Ray's son Dominic obviously this sort of triggers Ray a bit and he begs with Eddie to not do this it turns out Ray sees, sees it Eddie's way according to Eddie anyway um, and it seems like we're going to have a tag team title match. Alright, so, what have we got here? We've got, we got the match. So now this is, this is like Eddie full in heel mode, but not dirty, disgusting, disgraceful heel. I think more of as comedic heel. Especially when you're heel, you can do anything you want and get away with it. And Eddie Guerrero is the definition of that. Early on in this match, he had Mercury in a front face lock and then backed up into his corner and asked Ray to tag him, but Ray wouldn't do it. So, Eddie screamed at Ray to think of his son Dominic. He screamed the same thing when he wanted to tag back into the match. 
So clearly, Eddie is winning the mind game battle. Um, there was a stage in this match where Eddie could have easily won the match after hitting Mercury with the three Omegos and the Frog Splash. Even pinned him, you know, one, two. But rather than wait for the three, he pulled up Mercury from the cover, and that was it. Went on with the match, even though the match was pretty much over. Because he's such a good friend, because he's such a good guy, he wanted Ray to get the pin. So he tagged him in. So Ray was getting some momentum, and he hit the 619. Well, as he was about to hit the 619, sorry, he's bouncing off the ropes. Eddie pulled down Ray from the face, and that was it. Just grabbed him by the head, shoved him on the mat, and that was it. And then left Ray in a uh, two-on-one handicap match for the tag team titles. Eddie even just went outside, pulled up a couple of chairs and just sat down at ringside, sitting on one chair with his feet up on the other one. And look, what added, I think, what added to this storyline was just the way Michael Cole and Taz were just commentating on this, just basically calling Eddie Guerrero a despicable human being and all this. It really added to it. Like, they were just going off at Eddie, and it just, it made it so much better. You know, this is... It's basically what they've been doing the entire time. And that storytelling, that adds to it. You know, if you've got a good narrator, it adds to it. You know, I might need a good narrator on here to add to this. Because I don't even know how it's going. Um, back to the match, by the way. The match is still going on while I'm blabbering. Um, Ray found, somehow found a way to get on this massive comeback and he almost won the match by himself um, and Eddie was starting to look a bit worried so he went ran into the ring break up a count that was happening and then he just beat down Ray yet again and then just stood there as Eminem picked up the win as he was just you know chilling on the turnbuckle that was it Joe Mercury was even shitting himself as man as if you wouldn't like you've got no idea what Guerrero is going to do you know, is he going to do the same thing to him? Who knows? Um, after the match, Eddie asked Ray what was up. Is You know, is he hurt? Are you hurt? You know, he was baiting Ray to hit him so that he could tell everyone their little secret. Ray went to leave the ring and Eddie lost his mind. Started screaming at him, saying he didn't give him permission to walk away. Eddie is now in control of Ray and he's demanding him to hold the ropes so that he could leave the ring. And that was that episode of SmackDown. We'll go to the next episode. And Eddie is playing with the crowd. You know, about the fact that Ray's not going to be at SmackDown this week. And Eddie is hurt by this. He's more hurt than the fans. You know, he then plays some footage about him winning the psychological battle with Mysterio. And he says, just because Ray didn't show up to work doesn't mean that he's done with him. Although he had more planned for Ray to torture him with, he instead teased to tell everyone about the secret. Eddie talks to Ray and Dominic through the camera. And he tells Dominic to get nice and comfortable while his uncle Eddie tells him the bedtime story he promised to tell him a couple of weeks ago. Um, okay. After he was given a chair for him to sit on, which of course he demanded, he started the story, you know, 
Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there was a little boy named Dominic. That's all he could get through, because before he could say anything else, his wife, Vicky Guerrero, if you remember, you know, excuse me, this is obviously before excuse me, it's before she became the GM, um, Vicky Guerrero and Eddie's kids came out. Eddie was quick to tell her, demanding her to go to the back. You know, being in the ring is his, his, his job, and that she doesn't belong out there. You know, now go up, you know, but she belongs out the back. Um, they get into an argument. Vicky grabs the mic from him and pleads with Eddie to just keep the secret to himself. You know, it could hurt her. It could hurt him. It could hurt their kids. It could hurt Ray and his family. Fuck, this little secret could hurt a lot of people. But Eddie wasn't having any of it. He grabbed Vicky and walked her to the back along with the kids. Now at the back, um, Eddie and Vicky were getting into another argument. Perhaps they were still in the middle of an argument or whatever um, at the car and he yells at them to leave. Well, to, oh, there we go. Well, taking them to the car. See what happens when you read the notes. Hardcore Holly decides to get involved and he tells Eddie, you know, not to do this here, especially in front of his kids. And then Eddie pushes Holly away before yelling at Vicky again uh, before getting pushed by Hardcore Holly. <laughs> and then, I don't know why, but this made me laugh. Eddie tells Vicky to leave before he gets hurt. Not before Hardcore Holly gets hurt. Before Guerrero gets hurt by Hardcore Holly. You know. Um, the fact that Vicky and the Guerrero ch children are now involved in this just adds to it more. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to do this these days. I don't think so. Um, so, obviously, a match came of this. Um, and Guerrero defeated Hardcore Holly. So, there you go. He did not get hurt. Um, afterwards, he gets on the mic, he apologises to Vicky and his kids, and he says that he wants to prove how much he loves her by challenging Ray to a match at the Great American Bash, with the stipulation that if Ray wins, he will never reveal the secret. He'll lock it away, throw away the key, so no one gets hurt. But if he wins, well then he gets to finish his bedtime story to Dominic. Alright, moving on to July 21st, and I think this is the, the go-home show to the Great American Bash, um, a pay-per-view I feel they should bring back. But it's not about what I want. Um, this episode, not much, really. Ray had a match with Super Crazy from the Mexicals, um, and Eddie came down to commentary and, you know, did a little bit of play-by-play -play on this match. Um, when it looked like Ray was going to pick up the win... Eddie ran in and beat up Ray, causing not yet another disqualification to Ray Mysterio's record. Obviously, Eddie felt quite pleased with himself for this, and he was about to leave the arena, saying, you know, he's done for the night, when Teddy Long informed him that he had a match against a surprise opponent, which turned out to be Chris Benoit. Uh, the match was won by Countout uh, for Benoit, after Eddie decided to just walk away. Um from the match, but before he could do that, Ray attacked Eddie, and once again, the officials came out to pull him away. It wasn't really much of a brawl, um, but the thing I find funny, another, you know, another mark-out moment here, on SFSK POD, um, every time Ray seems to get the upper hand on Eddie, 
the officials, the refs, you know, everyone comes out and separates them. And he's the baby face. But when your baby face is getting beaten up by a heel, when Eddie's constantly beating up Ray, Eddie's getting his way. So I don't know, like, do they not like Ray Mysterio? Like, is that, that's, that's, that's what I'm picking up. I don't know. Just a, just another observation. All right, here we go. Great American Bash. Eddie has made another stipulation to the match that already has a lot at stake, you know. The secret is on the line. Eddie has added the fact that Dominic must be at ringside for this match. Dominic is key now to this storyline. Oh, let's see. Right before the match, here we go, right before the match, Ray is praying with Dominic and he makes sure that he's okay, which he's not really. Dominic says that he's scared. Ray says that he is too. Um, as the match starts, Dominic is obviously at ringside as per Eddie's stipulation. Eddie and Ray in the ring and Eddie is standing there basically in front of Ray getting his head saying, come on, play more mind games. He's winning the psychological battle. And he tells him to shake his hand. Ray won't do it. He says, no, you shake my hand for Dominic so that he can see that nothing is wrong. He even goes to uh, he even goes in for a hug, you know. And the way that he hugs Ray, he's sort of looking at Dominic with this like this this look on his face, like, look, you know, your dad and your uncle are all right, you know, we're all good. Uh, but Ray's fed up with this. He's had enough, and he closes close lines Eddie, and we kick off the match. Um, let's see. There is one point in this match after nearly being defeated. Eddie rolled out of the ring and approached Dominic. And then Ray followed him out, so Eddie grabbed Dominic and used him as a shield. So obviously Ray's going to protect his son and do nothing. Um, so Eddie basically made Ray get down on his knees, which he did, obviously, and Eddie attacked him to get the upper hand. But obviously, he's not going to win the match. It's the theme of the story, people. Um, Eddie lost to Ray, see that safe. Even though he had hit the three amigos twice and nailed the frog splash. But he got too cocky when he was going for the cover. I think he was sort of, um, rather than going chest to chest on the cover, he went back to chest while he was looking at Dominic. And then Eddie was quick to roll him up for a three count. And that was it. Then, you know, Dominic was happy. Ray was happy. The secret is safe. No one will know Eddie and Ray's secret. So, that week on SmackDown, July 28th, for those of you keeping up on the timeline, uh, Ray and Dominic come to the ring to celebrate the fact that, once again, Ray has beaten Eddie, doing it at the Great American Bash. Uh, they thank the fans for their support, and, you know, maybe perhaps now it's all over. But naturally, Eddie is going to interrupt and says that he couldn't resist coming out and enjoying this moment. He said Eddie Guerrero keeps his promises. And although Ray won at the Great American Bash, he promised Ray that Eddie never loses. He always wins in the end. He even, he even, oh, what is this? Sorry, even said, 
even though he promised his wife and that if Ray lost, he'd keep his mouth shut. But of course, being Eddie Guerrero, he lied. He said he feels like telling Eddie's bedtime story. And as he begins to tell his story, Ray storms up the ramp to stop him, but he's too late. Eddie tells Dominic that Ray isn't his father, that Eddie is, which is what you heard roughly an hour ago, I think. So Ray is just distraught by this, doesn't even bother going up to Eddie to attack him. His main concern is getting back into the ring uh, to see Dominic and he hugs him. Um, Dominic asks if it's really true. Ray is clearly heartbroken by this and Dominic just runs away. So you're just going to let your six-year-old kid just run away in the ring and run up through the crowd. On the convenient place still chair. So he can get a bit of a leap. Um, Eddie being Eddie can't help but be pleased by this with himself. Um, Ray chases Dominic through the crowd. Eddie enters the ring and says that Ray left because obviously he didn't want to hear the rest of his story. Which he was, up, he was upset by. Naturally, everyone wants to hear a good story. Uh, Eddie's story, fucking hell. He, here we go. I've, uh, quote, A while ago when he and his wife were separated, Eddie was having sex with lots of mamacitas. And one day, one of the lucky women got pregnant, but wanted nothing to do with it. Same with Eddie. He wanted nothing to do with it as well. So because, because Ray was shooting blanks and couldn't get his wife pregnant, Eddie, out of the goodness of his lovely heart, gave Ray and his wife his son, who was named Dominic. There were no adoption papers. He just handed Ray the baby. And that was it. Ray and his wife were very, very happy. And instead of being daddy, he was okay with just being Uncle Eddie. Eddie feels very good about the story and says that a big weight has been lifted off his shoulders. He says, if you think that was good, wait till next week for chapter two. So there's more. How could, how could this story possibly get better? Let's find out and see if it does. August the 4th. Um, Ray is the very privileged and esteemed guest on Christian's The Peep Show. That's right, by the peeps, for the peeps. Um, you know, all Ray wants is... Uh, what was it? Sorry, where am I at? Okay. All Ray wants is Eddie, there we go, which is what Christian promised. And my man Christian, being a man of his word, gave Ray what he wanted. Instead of coming to the ring, Eddie was out the back, sitting comfortably on a lounge. Pretty sure he was wearing glasses too. He was about to share chapter two of his bedtime story. However, Ray was yelling at Eddie until he stopped. Eddie wasn't pleased with this and said by the end of the night, he's going to read chapter two. Everybody is going to hear chapter two. And this is probably Eddie at his comedic best I've put down here. You know, August 4th, 2005, 
check it out, have a look, because, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to explain, but it's just the way he was clowning around, but being serious at the same time. Seriously, he's once in a, I don't even know, lifetime, generation, I don't know, one in a million, one in a billion, Eddie Guerrero. There will only ever be one Eddie Guerrero, let's put it that way, you know. Um... And it's it's a big change in his character too, especially from you know just a couple of weeks ago when he was fuming because you know constantly couldn't beat Ray, and now like just almost two completely different Eddie Guerreros. Um, this led to a match between Ray and Christian, um, which Ray won, um, unfortunately for my man Christian, but that's okay. Um, Eddie and his special friend from the past, Anna, decided to come out at the top of the ramp and watch. After the match, Ray demanded Eddie go to the ring, or come to the ring, um, so we can whoop him. Rather than give Ray what he wants, however, he sends Anna down to the ring to hand Ray chapter two and tells him to read it, which is like a little, like a little book, a little gimmick book now. Um, inside the book are custody papers for Dominic. Eddie says Ray is going to bring Dom to SmackDown next week and hand him over to his true biological father. Obviously being Eddie in storylines. This is source storyline, people. I hope I hope we all know that. Even though Dominic does do a phenomenal frog splash like his partner. Um, but Eddie is willing to give Ray a chance. He says if Ray can prove to him and convince him how much he loves Eddie's son, he might... The key word here is might. Let Ray keep him. Ray replies saying that Dominic is his son, which is confusing Eddie. Again, the comedic work by Eddie on this process. Ray said Dom's first words were dad, and he said it to Ray. Ray goes on to say all the first thing Dominic has done as a child, and that Ray was there. He said that he and his wife have raised him for eight years, and eventually when Dominic got older, you know, they were going to tell him that in fact Eddie was his biological father, um, which was the secret, duh, uh, but of course Eddie had to open his big mouth. Ray plays with Eddie to not hurt Dominic anymore. Eddie is torn up by this at first, but of course, Eddie Graham, man, he's just playing. He revealed that Anna was not Dominic's mother, which it sort of seemed like seemed like he um, she was one of the Mama Sitas uh, that he was hooking up with back in the day. It's not her. It was his attorney. He told Ray that it works in Eddie's favor because Ray has pretty much lied to Dominic, and you know he says what parent lies to their child. Pretty much everyone, if you tell your kids Santa Claus existed. But we're not talking about that. He said, as of next week, Dominic will legally be Eddie's son. And everyone needs to stay tuned. Because next week will be chapter three. Dominic comes home to his puppy. August 11th. We're, uh, we're winding down to the end here. Hopefully y'all are still with us. Hopefully. Um, so after a visit from child services, 
Eddie is thrown off by the fact that she is there to observe what is going on and make sure that Dominic's best interests are met. Not to necessarily make sure that he goes home with Eddie. Um, at least that's what I could make out of the situation anyway. So we're in the ring now. You know, Eddie is on his knees asking Dominic to come to him. But Dominic turns to his mother and hugs her. Eddie starts losing it at the social worker. Child services, whatever she is. Um, I, I believe she is Mrs. Crabtree. No relation to Michael Crabtree, I believe. It's probably just a gimmick name. Um, he said that Ray and his wife were corrupting his mind. He told her to go do a job and bring him his son. But I guess it's just the attitude that, you know, she wouldn't do it. Because of Eddie's attitude, I meant to say. Ray told Eddie that nobody wins in this situation, especially Dominic. Ray said since Eddie opened his mouth, Dominic hasn't spoken to him. Not at all. Not one word. Eddie told him to follow in his footsteps and say nothing to him. Classic. Just <laughs> classic. Ray reminded Eddie that he's beaten addiction. He's beaten all the odds. He's beaten the streets. He's beaten his past. And through all that, he became WWE champion. And he's proud that Eddie, you know, has beaten every obstacle that's come his way. But what hasn't Eddie Guerrero done in 2005 throughout this whole situation? He hasn't beat Rey Mysterio. Eddie says he's already won because Dominic is his son. He tells Ray to stop lying to himself, but Ray is persistent in letting Eddie know that when it comes to the ring, Ray owns him. There is no victory for Eddie Guerrero there in that situation. The more he says it, the more he constantly reminds Guerrero of this, the more frustrated Eddie is getting. Ray says if Eddie gets Dom, he'll never get another match with Ray. And when he goes into the Hall of Fame, it'll read, Eddie Guerrero never beat Rey Mysterio. Ray says Dominic will always know Eddie was never the man or the wrestler that Ray was. Ray calls Eddie a chicken shit. And I think, in Eddie's eyes, when you call him a chicken shit, that is crossing the line. So, the tables have turned here, it seems. Ray seems to be winning the mind game battle. The psychological fight that is going on. Ray told Eddie to prove that he can beat him. And he challenges him to a match at SummerSlam for the custody of Dominic. What a father. Even Ray's now getting involved in this. He's, he's believing it. He's, he's putting his son on the line in a custody battle. Um, where are we here? Ah, yes. Ray calls Eddie a chicken shit one more time just to get in his head because clearly he's not in his head enough. Eddie accepts Ray's challenge, proving that Ray is winning this battle. Mrs. Crabtree 
Let's call her Mrs. Crabtree. I'm pretty sure that's her name. She she starts losing her shit and says that they're both crazy, and they're co- and the conflict between them is between them. It's got nothing to do with Dominic. She says Dominic isn't going home with either of them, basically because they're fucked. Seriously, they're fucked. What world would this be acceptable in? Definitely not 2021. Um, so basically she takes him to foster care or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, Ray says he's going to bring Dominic home soon enough. And Eddie, Eddie says, wave goodbye to Uncle Ray and Aunt Angie. And when it's all over, he's going to be coming home with his real father. They did, they did the untold on this as well. The untold story. WWE Network, one of the best series there is on there. Um, but fuck, just imagine imagine actually being Dominic. Like, at the time, I think he's eight. Like, fuck, the kid's still got to go to school. I don't know if that'd be cool or not. I mean, you're on WWE TV when you're eight and shit. Like, you know, you, your friends are saying you're whatnot, but... You know, they got to be thinking, boy, like, who's... Is this real? Is Eddie Guerrero really your dad? Is Rey Mysterio really your dad? Fucking marks. All those little kids in his school, they're all fucking marks. Uh, but to be fair, I, I believed it too, so I guess I'm a mark. Alrighty. Go home show before SummerSlam, August 18th. Uh, let's see. Nothing. we got nothing here, apart from the fact that it's going to be a ladder match. Eddie cuts a promo about how he's going to climb the ladder for his father as well as climb the ladder for his son. Um, that's that's it. That's all that happened. Go home for SmackDown. But look, I don't think they needed to do anything else because this match is basically going to sell itself. SummerSlam match, obviously... Ray wins, right? Come on. Ray wins. Defeats him in the ladder match. Retains custody of his son. Or wins it. I don't know. What a match. Definitely, what a match. This is um, this is my favourite match of the feud. Um, I don't know. Personal, personally, I think it was the best match as well. Just because the stakes, the story. And it's sort of like, like the end of a... I guess like an eight month rivalry, even though there's still there's still some more after this, but I don't know, that's up for debate, you know. It is what it is. Um that's just what I think. It obviously had its highs and lows. Um there was one stage where Eddie was climbing the ladder, raised nowhere to be in sight, and then Dominic gets his cue to go into the ring um and shake the ladder to distract Eddie. But honestly, it just it just looked like he was just holding the ladder. So poor kid, you know what eight year old can knock a ladder over? I guess I don't know. Um, but you know, it did the job because it distracted Eddie. He obviously came down from the ladder, yelled at Dominic. Um, you know, because he because <laughs> he could have fell off the ladder, which I think was Dominic's plan. Um, he demanded a hug. 
because you know Eddie still Eddie still believes that he's his father. Oh, there was another instance in the match, same scenario. Eddie was top of the ladder. This time, Vicky came down to the ring, and she actually pushed Eddie off the ladder. Now, um, what I heard from this, from I think it was from Chavo Guerrero on Talkies Jericho, just a little sidebar here. That didn't exactly go to plan because Vicky went out a bit later than Eddie had expected. So he was sort of pissed off about that fact and then thought it ruined the match. But it didn't. It didn't. That's just that's just what I heard from uh from the source. From the source, not from uh, someone else on, on the line. Anyway, back to the story. Ray capitalised on this. He climbed up the ladder, and as he was doing that, Vicky tackled Eddie to the ground so Ray could pick up the win. Um, there was, early on in the match as well, there was a crazy spot that I just felt I had to take note of. Uh, both Eddie... Um, so Eddie was up on top of the ladder and Ray was up there with him. Um, but there was another like ladder wedged into it and into the ropes. So it was sort of like a bridge. So they're on top and sort of Ray ducks his head down to give uh, Eddie a back body drop onto the onto the bridge ladder. Um So he gives him the back body drop where and there's no balance, like absolutely no balance up there. You could see, and as Eddie went down onto the ladder, the ladder that was bridged sort of went down as well, knocking down both ladders. And it it probably just sounds like nonsense as I'm saying it, but it just looked like a car wreck. If you've seen it, remember the match, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the match and you're going to watch it, when you see this spot, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, that's that's SummerSlam. Great match, and you'd think a great end to this rivalry. But it's not. Um, the following SmackDown, there's absolutely nothing. You know, no aftermath from the ladder match. There was nothing to add, you know, about the fact that Eddie still hasn't beat Ray. Nothing. You know, it's just as if it's all just forgotten. You know, the whole Dominic situation, Eddie being the father, that's it. It's done. So, you know, they were in the main event, six-man tag match. They were on opposite sides, but that was about it. And it wasn't really, like, it wasn't like one of those things where either of them was eager to get their hands on the other one. So, you know, it sort of just made no sense. Just made no sense. Well, the following week, September 1st, we are nearing the end here now. Um, Eddie cuts a promo on Ray backstage. He's behind the fence, uh, which symbolises the steel cage. Eddie asks Ray if he is happy because not only did he take his son, so there you go, he hasn't completely been forgotten, there you go, um, but he also took his family. He said he, he, said he realised... Um, when Vicky pushed the ladder to save Ray family, in that moment he had lost his whole family and he blames Ray for that. Uh, but it wasn't Ray's fault, it was Eddie's fault. So now he's just fucking 
jibber jabbering. He's all over the place. Um, he admitted, you know, toying with Ray was a mistake, and it gave Ray a chance to win. Talking about the SummerSlam match, but I think there's also a few more matches as well uh, where he was toying with him and could have won, but didn't. Uh, but he vows not to make that same mistake, and he challenges Ray to a steel cage match next week, which obviously happens. And here we go. This is the last match, not only of the storyline, but unfortunately it was the last match ever between these two. The rivalry that sparked back in April. Basically, WrestleMania 21, I, I do believe, is when this officially started, especially when Chavo started, or maybe even beforehand, when Chavo started getting involved. Um, but yeah, you know, things definitely heated up in May. Um, you know, I covered, the, I covered this since the start of 2005. Like I said, every SmackDown. And it all comes down to this. Probably eight, nine months. Eddie finally gets the win over Rey Mysterio in the steel cage match. Finally. And without question, without failure, you know, these two cannot have a bad match. It's, it is impossible. Impossible is nothing. It is impossible for Eddie Guerrero, what it is now. But even in general, back when they did wrestle, it was impossible for them to have a bad match. Um, you know, he was, uh, so you can win by pinfall, submission, or escaping the cage, and Eddie had beaten up Ray that bad that he was literally a step away from walking out of the cage, but instead, I wanted to do the Eddie Guerrero thing and put the exclamation mark on the feud, um, and he just, he nailed Ray with a frog splash, and like, Sort of like a frog splash with force. Picked up the one, two, three. And just like that, eight, nine months, however you want to look at it, Eddie and Ray being involved with each other, week in, week out, is just over, just like that. Ray gets like eight, nine, a thousand wins. Eddie gets one, but because Eddie wins, that's it. That is done. That concludes the greatest bedtime story ever told. Brought to you by Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. And moving on from that, Eddie, because he beat Rey Mysterio once, somehow was uh, entitled to a World Heavyweight Championship match with Batista. Um, and he would carry on, he would go on to, I guess, feud, but then become friends and somehow become a babyface just like that with Batista. Um, until the end. Um, very sad. This was, yeah, this was, this was Eddie's, the last thing basically Eddie was involved in. And I think was his greatest storyline, his greatest feud, his greatest rival. Rivalry, whatever. But yeah, his greatest rival was Rey Mysterio. Um, and then, yeah, what happened, happened. Uh, I can't, don't really know what happened with Rey Mysterio there, he sort of just went wherever, but then obviously situations, the passing of Eddie, um, 
Ray would go on to win the Royal Rumble and become World Heavyweight Champion at WrestleMania 22. So there we go. That concludes that. Um, I hope that came out all right. I hate reading. Like, fuck, it's it's painful. It, it probably sounds like I'm reading and I'm struggling because I lose where I'm up to. I apologize for that. Hopefully it came out all right. Um, and then moving forward, I've got a few more of these, I guess, timeline podcasts in the pipeline. And yeah. So if, um, yeah, if you feel like watching some good old Eddie Guerrero from this, if I've sparked anything in any of the listeners out there, I do highly recommend anything from 2005 between Eddie and Ray. Um, yeah, I've pointed out a few, like just for his comedic stuff and some of the matches as well. Um, that he had SummerSlam for sure, and the one on SmackDown against Kurt Angle, and then just some of the promos as well. Just classic Eddie. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. I have kept you guys long enough. Uh, just me talking to you for about an hour and a half. So thank you for listening. Um, stay tuned. There is a few more good ones coming up on Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. Until then, take care. Thank you very much. I'm your puppy. <laughs>